Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast and the Zamboni Time Machine. If you want to create your own podcast, the best option to make that happen is Anchor. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And what's going on, hockey fans? And welcome to episode number 76 of Marty's Illegal Stick, recording here on Thursday night, May 12, 2022. A special edition Thursday night show, if you will. And we're recording at 7 instead of 7.30. Uh, I'm Scott Kinville. I'm trying to learn some hand signals over here or something. Dave the Save is screwing me up already. We're not even 10 seconds into the show. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help a thing. <laughs> no, no, I was just, you know, when you went live, my watch said, oh, you're live. No kidding. We're here. <laughs> That's all it was about? That's all it was about. I went, oh, and it flashed your face real quick. Really? Yeah. And here you were just warning me about the disposal cameras and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, that was what was scaring me. I saw your face <laughs> on my wrist. Well, well hey, yeah. <laughs> you know what you ought to do? Set that for your wake-up tone. Oh, no. <laughs> you know you've changed the intro, though, what you say. You realize that, right? I did. I know. All right, just well, checking. You'll, you'll have to tell me about it afterwards. You're scaring me. All right. So, anyways, long-time listeners of the show will know that is my trusty producer, my sidekick, if you will, Dave the Save Warner. You look a little stressed. What's the matter? <sighs> a long day today. Yeah? What'd you yeah. do? Uh, I have no idea. Meeting to meeting. Meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, yeah. huh? And then I had people working on the backyard and uh, expanding the patio back there. You really? Seen, you haven't seen that? Yeah. No. You got to look at that. No, because I don't enter through the backyard. They they free wheel. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Unless I was going to sneak in, but, you know. <laughs> we can get you through the side door. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. A lot of stress for you. Yeah. But don't worry about it. We're here to take that stress away. Okay. Yeah. So you start asking me any questions about right. hockey. Yeah, well, you're going to get plenty of those, too. Don't you worry about that. Three two three two three two. Wayne Gretzky. Sweep. Gretzky. There you Got go. Got it. <laughs> I just gave the playoffs, Kit. There right. it is. There Didn't it I? is. Sir. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll let you settle down for a second. Right. I don't, don't want to get you too, you know, we, we expanded your knowledge a we few did. weeks ago. And I don't want to get too far because I don't want that rubber band to break just I, yet. I know. So. You know, just the fact that I know the Capitals are... Up hey. one in there, serious. I, well, I did that for you. 
Oh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> losing a little something. You're, you're losing something. Go ahead. <laughs> so, anyways, a few weeks ago, we had Drew Bray on. He came to us live from Annapolis, Maryland, which was an awesome experience because now he's my cousin. And he's a hockey nut, just like, because imagine that. Hockey nut them running in this family, right? Yeah. Insane. So, anyways, he's in town this week. Um, uh, on a sad note, our, our grandmother passed away. But, you know, God bless her. And, you know, she's uh, she's in heaven right now, and that's a great thing. But, anyways, silver lining of the cloud, we've got Drew in town. So, he has decided to come down to the studio to talk to us about what's going on. And we're going to talk some NHL playoffs, some Utica Comets, and, of course... He's going to tell us about a recent experience he had at his house. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, first of all, I'd like to say the only reason that I'm here is because Scott drove me. And <laughs> he drove me all these wacky back roads, one-way streets, turning me all around. So, I would not know the location of the secret back cave where you guys record this thing. This sort of is like Gotham right, City here. It, right. is, it is. It's very secret lair. <laughs> where the heck did Jake go? Yeah, it was all over the place. Oh and I was God. like, where are we? And then we... Go through this gate, and there's a butler, and I switch and just slide down a pole. And, no, 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 uh, no, 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 but um, really, guys, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Um, I had a great time the first time that I was on, so uh, I hope you guys, you know, I hope you have a good show. Oh, we will. Don't yeah. you worry about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, because actually, the week after the week you were on, you were going to come on the following week because we were doing our playoff preview show. Yeah. But... You became a cause celebre, if you will, yeah, like down in your home. So tell us all yeah. about that. So like I said, it feels like I'm beating a dead horse at this point about it. But uh, after after the story came out. And we NHL. drove over one of those, too. <laughs> after the story came out on NHL.com, they decided that our NBC, our local NBC affiliate, uh, saw the story on NHL.com. And so they sent out a film crew to my house. They sent out the Capitals um, pregame and in-between period host and a videographer, and they shot this long feature, and it ran on the actual NBC local news, and then it ran in Caps pregame live last night. So it was really cool. That is like, awesome. Was, I think I saw it on kids. Netflix yeah. coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get some new material, though. I'm just this, I'm riding this out too long. This yeah. answer thing is got done. <laughs> Keep coming on this show. We'll get some material for you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, so obviously everybody knows you're a huge Caps fan. Yeah, man. And you know what? There's this little thing called the NHL playoffs going on right now, mm-hmm. which has kind of pretty much taken up all the air in the room in the hockey world. Yeah. There's, and, a, there, there's a few seasons in, in the year, right? Yeah. You have, like, regular season, hunting season, fishing season, <laughs> yeah. and then it's playoff season. Yeah, that's and it. So what's on TV tonight? Yeah. Hockey. <laughs> what's on TV next night? Hockey. And you know what I love? Every night. You know what I love especially about the first round? It's like any time after 7 o'clock, there's two games on anywhere yep. at any time. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, Families don't like it sometimes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, kids. Playoff Dad's going to be unavailable for about <laughs> yeah. two months. That's it. Jeez. Exactly. <laughs> but being a huge Caps fan, your Caps are locked up in a big battle right now with the number one seeded Florida Panthers in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, so well, go ahead, please. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, even though the series is 3-2, to two, uh, the, the Caps did drop the game last night in Florida, but I did say when Dave the Save and I were talking about the playoffs going in that the Capitals were not going to be an easy out for the Panthers at all. Yeah, and you know it's funny because 
I didn't want to say that when I was on the show because I sound like a super homer. But, <laughs> no, you were afraid of jinxing them. Uh, is right. what you were afraid of. That, that too. Yeah. But the thing is, like, like I said, that Panthers team reminds me of those 2007, 2008 Caps teams that you know I was watching very closely, and they were they would get so far, win the President's Trophy, out the first round, right. win the President's Trophy, out the second round, and I think that I, I mean, I don't know that that's Florida's ultimate fate. They're a good team. They're going to be a good team for a long time. But when I watch the styles of play in that game, like the Capitals play like playoff veterans. I mean, it didn't. I mean, it looked like it last night for right. one and a half periods. Sure, they gave up, <laughs> you know, four straight, and, and and it was over. But um, I think it's. I think there's still a lot of hockey to be played in this season or in this series. So I, I think you're right. And you know what's being a Caps fan, being a, a great analysis like you are, you're you're fantastic yeah. at it. Why is it that the Caps are able to keep this series as close as they can? Because a lot of people were picking the Panthers to just blow them out. Right. So here's the thing. They're, in order to win, the, win a game against the Panthers, I think that the Capitals have to force the Panthers to dump the puck at least 15 times. Okay? These guys want to skate the puck into the zone every single time. Sure. And as long as the Capitals are standing them up at the blue line and making them dump it, those forwards don't want to go dig that puck out of the corner. But guess what? On the other side of the coin... That's really good playoff hockey too. So the Caps want to do that. They want to dump pressure, make the force those defensemen to make a turnover. So I really think that if the Capitals can stick to their game, but I saw it last night in the collapse. I'm watching Caps defensemen not playing responsibly. Right? You make the safe play. There's no reason for you to push. You're up. You're up three goals. Right. There's no reason for you to make a dangerous play. Dump the puck deep. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. And I, and I know they didn't practice today, but I believe they had meetings today. And I bet they're going to be looking at a lot of film, and there's going to be a lot of guys whose ears are going to be hurting from being yelled at <laughs> for not playing the right way. So I'm hoping they can turn it around and uh, um, make it a good series. Well, they've been pretty darn good on the penalty kill, actually. At, at uh, special teams altogether. Right. Like penalty kill and power play. It's been great. Power play's been better than it was the last month of the season. Right. So I, I, it's clearly not special teams. Yeah, um, well, exactly. But do you want to talk about the Oshi hit? Yeah, let's. You know what? <laughs> Before we do that, we, I just have to say, Dave. You know, because we we text back and forth. I know right? about the Oshi hit, and you do. Took him oh, out the, the last what six minutes of the game or something. Wow! Oh, yeah, wow. Well done, yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> Expanding the mind. Yeah, Look at this. I'll tell you what. I know Pretty we were, soon he's no, not even be able to get to the door. Right, no, before, we were in stretch mode, remember? Yeah. We weren't I'm just expanding. waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. before, before we get to the Oshi hit, I want to compliment Dave on the way that you have embraced hockey so much since episode one. It's incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, he's you know, you may not be, you know, talking every little hint and speak of it, but I see that I see the evolution, right? The evolution's coming, <laughs> but don't let him fool you. It's not like he did not completely know anything. Okay. And I found that out last summer. Uh, you found that out, and it, is it was all you know? Because yeah. when you're old like this, it right, comes like, back that, slowly. That, but you call that a save? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, I call no, that no. a wrist no. shot that went no. whistling by my head. Right. Did you After, ever get to see that? No. Oh, <laughs> you might as well get it out of your system. <laughs> oh my God, I have to go look. Yeah, for it. so I mean, we were I having a little street that. hockey thing for the kids out uh-huh. in front of the Y here uh, last year, and he showed up with my little falls to take pictures and all that, and I was just in goal, you know, just kind of screwing around and. He's like, oh, let me take a shot. I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah, okay. The guy who's been telling me for two years, he knows nothing about hockey <laughs> and all that. Well, when you see the footage of Mario Lemieux over yeah, here. You can watch it on the monitor okay, right behind around. you there. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll play this let's, out. Yeah, let's get this out of yeah, our systems. I, can, I know. All let's right. go. 
Yeah. <laughs> D- didn't know where the puck was there. Scott. Well, listen, I'm normally a forward. I don't play goal. <laughs> yeah. I don't play goal. Okay. So, All right, so the Oshie. <laughs> All right, what? Let's talk about it. Um, what would you think? I'll tell you what. It it was cringeworthy to me. Either way, I don't think I don't think I mean, obviously Oshie's not that kind of player. Right. I think that it was a collision that was going to happen. And I think that when he lost the puck the other way, and you know how it is, you lose the puck, you immediately turn your entire body to it. And I don't think Oshie was necessarily targeting the head, but I think the contact was kind of primarily to the head. Yeah. And it also was really bad because it actually ended up leading to the game to the go ahead goal. Right. And I was like, Ew. it was like I mean, I was happy that we yeah. scored, but I was yeah. like was kind of looking around. Oh. I thought it probably deserved uh, at least a fine. I, as soon as it happened, my wife and I looked at each other and we were like, ooh, that might be a game. Right. You know, but I mean, it, it was really kind of old-time hockey, though, right? It was a big hit yeah. laying to the other side. It was like, whoa, that's I was it's, excited. It's true. You're you're absolutely right. And in the nineties that was that was a you yeah, know Scott nobody, nobody's right. even it's thinking a, twice right. about it, right? right. But Yeah, the when, the Bray family here in Annapolis says it was so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So cringy. Uh but you know, this day and age they're they're obviously the, the focus is on preventing head hits. Yeah. Intentional or not. I don't think T.J. Oshie's that kind of player either, especially knowing that T.J. Oshie has a problem with concussions in his history yeah, himself. Sure, yeah. So I can't see him being that kind of guy. Yeah. But with that said, and we're going to talk about this in the next series we're going to cover too, NHL rules say, I mean, you pretty much have to be in control of yourself at all times. Yeah, for sure. Yes, obviously accidents are going to happen. It's it's a high-speed sport, right? Yeah. You got guys that are out there skating at 20 miles an hour on skates, you know, yeah. Okay, there's going to be times yeah. when contact is going to be made and it's not going to be pretty. Right, yeah, for sure. But there's also that whole crackdown, so to speak, yeah. on high hits and all that. So, well, you know, worst, sometimes, sometimes you get away game, with them. The worst part of that, that not, I mean, having it not even be a penalty, was the that game was horrifically officiated from the start. I yeah. mean, there were penalties left and right. And that's like, in the third period, they put away the whistle. Right. So, I mean... I don't know. I can't referee the game. I'm happy yeah. that it happened. I, the dude didn't get hurt. Although, um, was it Ekblad? Who did he hit? I can't remember. It was, um, oh gosh. Bennett. It was Bennett. Sam Bennett. Yes, and, thank you. And if you look earlier in the series and look at some of this hit that Bennett laid on John Carlson I was just gonna real say, high. He's a pretty hard-nosed so, player himself. Right, so. so, I mean, I'm not really, you know, crying for him. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, it probably deserved a fine. You know, it's funny you just mentioned the officiating because here's my beef with officiating, right? I understand that it's an extremely hard job to do. I wouldn't want to do it, personally. And, I mean, I remember back in the day when they had one referee, it almost seemed like games were actually called better. Yeah. You know, as opposed to when you have two now. But I think a big part of the problem is twofold. Number one, you have a lot of younger officials coming into the league. A lot of the the veterans have retired and moved on, right? And two, and even more so, because these guys... Guys and girls are just looking to get some experience. They got to get, you know, as time goes on, they'll get better, as with any job, right? But I think, too, that hockey, and this goes across the board for all leagues, has overcomplicated the rules so bad that now, especially if you have a younger official, they don't know what to do because they're, they're like, well, technically it could be this, but there's this and there's this and there's this, whereas... Back in you know when we came yeah, up, right. 70s, 80s, it. 90s, yeah. it was pretty cut and dry. Yeah, right. And, and like I mean, I'll even use like goalie interference for it. There's so much gray area on that yeah. now, right? It used to be 
if you touch the goalie in the blue paint, forget it. Yeah. Goal's waved off. It doesn't matter. Well, now, well, you can make contact if it wasn't a part of the play originally. It's kind of like the the NFL with their catch rule. Right, yeah, right. You know, everything is so overcomplicated I mean, that happened the other night to the Caps on the game-winning goal where uh, Huberto had made contact with Samsonov in the crease. And honestly, I said, I'm like, that's not goalie interference because even though he was in the crease and he touched him, it didn't affect his ability to That's, stop the puck. Right. But you're asking a young official to and make that, that call in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. You know, Chris Rooney was not on duty that night. Right. You know? yeah, right. I mean, you're like looking at um, younger officials. And, yeah, that's a lot of pressure, for sure. Yeah, and, I mean, and sometimes you're almost better off saying, yeah, it yep, was a goal, the, just so you can automatically go to review. Right, yeah. Right, yeah, in Toronto, right. You know, so. And then what are we reviewing every call? Yeah, well, that's, that's the other thing, too. I mean, that's got to get reeled in a little yeah. bit. Um, I mean, but, yeah, like I said, I just think it, it's become so complicated now yeah, that sure. it, it leaves all this gray area and all yeah. this room for interpretation and argument. And it's like, uh. But it's always been bad, like, as far as, like, oh, we have to even out the calls. Yeah. And you hear every announcer say that. Right. And you're just like, well, they've gotten four penalties in a row. They're due for another one. Right. You know, it's, it's bad. Or as Gretzky used to call them, the Revlon calls because <laughs> right, they're makeup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard one the other night in the game, and it was interference. I. I thought the whole idea was to hit everybody out there every well, time. And I heard him call interference. I was like, what? Well, because you can't hit somebody who doesn't have the puck. Damn. Yeah, that's what it is. That's no fun. Yeah, yeah this isn't rugby on ice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get away from that, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Sam Sonoff has been a pleasant surprise. I mean, he's actually really stepped up. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I've, I've really been pleasantly surprised. I mean, the, the game-winning goal the other night really wasn't his fault. He made a big save. And gave up a really big rebound, but on the second shot, he had no chance. I mean, the guy no, just hammered it. Forget it. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been pretty strong. I mean, if you look at his save percentage, he's up in the in the top five the, yeah. in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, we have a little stability. Yeah, right. Imagine that. They're calling up only the goalie. Hey, listen, can you still put the pads yeah. on? Well, can you be an e bug? Well, it's funny uh, when Barry Trotz was coaching the Caps. You know, Mitch Corn is his goalie coach, and. Anybody that Mitch coaches ends up being top of the league goalie. Always the best. So amongst the Caps fans chatter, when Barry Trotz got fired, everyone was like, what's Mitch Gorn doing? <laughs> like, we call Mitch Gorn. Well, he was spotted in Washington, D.C. today. You know? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, Twitter was like, where's Waldo? Right, yeah, like a Mystics game, right? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. What do you think about that anyway? Do you think he deserved to go? Absolutely not. It, it was It's uh, Lamarillo's ego all day. I mean, he's get, he's won the Jack Adams. He's won Lamarillo look what GM of the year. Look what he's done with that roster. And, and look, yes, but look at this past year. They started the game on what a fifteen game road trip because the 13, building wasn't yeah. done. Yeah, I, you can't blame him for that. No. I mean, firing him was an ego move. Yeah, uh, somebody's going to get a real good coach next year. And they were hit. I mean, every team got hit by COVID. Yeah, but they were. Yeah, really. Hit yeah, by they were decimated. So, yeah, I don't. I don't understand that one at all myself. I mean. You know, yeah, I know the Islanders have problems scoring goals, and Barry Trotz is obviously a, a defense Defensive first, coach, yeah. right? But <laughs> Lamarillo built that roster to his coaching style. Totally. So, yeah. what are you going to do now? Right? You think you're going to change that overnight? Who are you going to put in there? That's what I mean. I mean, it, I mean, not, to be fair, it's always the same number of recycled coaches. Who yeah, right. Change around the league, but I don't see any of them making a, being a good fit for the no. roster that he's built. I don't. It's gonna be I, tough. Yeah, I don't. It's gonna be tough. I don't understand it. Yeah, like you said, somebody somebody's going to get a real good coach. Yeah, they're already talking Philly. Ooh, I don't like that. Imagine that little payback, to, <laughs> payback to the Islanders. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. you know he's going to have that date, sir. Oh. Oh. Definitely. 
100%. Speaking of paybacks, though, uh, let's talk about two more teams that absolutely can't stand each other, and that would be the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Rangers. <laughs> so the Pens had the Rangers' backs against the wall last night, and it looked like things were going their way really. To, I mean, it, I actually I thought for sure Pittsburgh was going to finish this series out last night. Yeah, I did too. I mean, even even, <clears throat> even your father was like, Man, oh. I'm done with these guys. Like, <laughs> you should have seen that. You, oh, my God, oh, Dave. I know. I knew that would be, like, crazy. Actually, I think that's probably why he's not here. <laughs> To be honest with you, he's not at my nephew's baseball game. I think he's just hiding somewhere. <laughs> but because they won. I know, but you, you you have to understand, right? So as I mentioned, our grandmother passed yeah, away, right. right? So we had the the family gathering, right, after the services. Well, we had to remind Dad about what happened over and over and over again right, with right. the Rangers series, and, but, right? Right, but then he's on our side. He's like, "These guys are terrible. They stay, They're not going to they win stay. another game. That's it. It's <laughs> over. I, I don't. I, I'll be going to hell. I don't they know what the hell's going on." Couldn't be a minor league team. He was oh, all yeah. salty. Yeah. Oh yeah, miserable. <laughs> I so like no, that. He was salty. He definitely was. <laughs> That's good. So my guess is probably he probably didn't even watch the game last night. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to play shuffleboard. Well, <laughs> really, you know, to win that game, all they had to do was concuss Sidney Crosby. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. take him out. <laughs> did you see that hit? I did. It was, it was terrible. I mean, that guy should definitely face supplemental discipline. I mean, it was not going to though. It was. I know that was intentional. And I mean, I get it, man. You know, the Caps. I I hate the Pens more than anyone. <laughs> but I respect Crosby a lot. I mean, I don't like to play against them. But if you watch every shift he's on. That guy gets killed. I mean, cross checks, slashes. I mean, that's what I mean. That's kind of compensates for Crosby's talent for people who can't stop him. Right. But like, you can't, there's lines you can't cross. Like you can't punch a guy in the face. Like that you know, I think it's a little ridiculous. Right. If you're fighting. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I mean, good on good on the Rangers for picking up a big win. But uh, it's it's really a shame that um, Sid's out of the playoffs. You well, know? not yet. They well, said he's right. They, he, they traveled. Think. They traveled to Pittsburgh today, and he's going to be evaluated by doctors upper in body Pittsburgh. Injury, right? Well, it's, it's the head. Everybody yeah, knows it, right? It's a, I love those game and ships too, yeah. right? I mean, come on, it's the head. Just say it. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. As far as the hit goes, you know, if you watch it, and, and of course, it's over and over and over oh, again, all over the place. Motion, you cannot, motion, yeah, yeah, yeah. This angle, that angle, blah 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 blah. For sure. So what they don't talk about is what happened. Truba actually tripped him. First, yes. right? So yep. that's why he was in that yeah, awkward was, position as it was. Right. Right? So I'm, I want to say, and I hope that I'm right, that Truba was intending to hit him when he was upright. straight up, upright, right, yeah. with a shoulder. But because of, you know, whether he intended to trip him or not, I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying he was had no idea. But when he started, and again, we just talked about it, right? You're playing a, a game that you're yeah. 15, 20 miles an hour at all times. You really can't stop on a dime. So my problem was he's got his elbow yeah. out like this. He's got the bow out. Right. But and it's like, come on. You, <laughs> you may not have been int- intending to hit him in the face, though. I don't like, think that's he was. the difference, right? right. You just want to let him know you're there. You, you give him a little physicality. Right. But, again, sometimes it happens, right? It doesn't go the way you want. But and, still, and, you know, here we, gets hurt. And we talked about it. I mean, contact get, gets made. Yep. But we've also just talked about it, that they want to get headshots out of the game. And stuff like that. Now, the part that I found astonishing was you can get a four-minute penalty for accidentally clipping somebody with your stick right, and having as long as a you little a paper cut. Blood, right. it's a, you know, so I, I, I almost sometimes think it's like old-school WWE where they got the yeah. blood capsules in their mouth. Oh, where's the right time? Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, is, but, it, is hockey the only sport where 
blood determines I know. the level of penalty that you get? It's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's, 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 no, it's insane. <laughs> Is he bleeding? Oh, that's four. Yep, that's <laughs> right. Oh, you know, if you could have just held it in just a little longer. Because you know? right. <laughs> that's the first thing they do. Like, if they get clipped up high, they're, like, touching every part of their Oh, yeah, they're looking. Anything but they're looking. <laughs> Every time. They got the little razor blade in their glove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They got the little ketchup packs from yeah. the restaurant yeah. before exactly. the game. Got exactly. them stuffed up their nose. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. a little ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But, you know, I mean, that's – but without Sidney Crosby, that Penguins team is an entirely different team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. For as many, you know, stars as they have, yep. without Sid, it, it's a no-go. Yeah, he holds it together. For because, sure. I mean – and all like a lot of people love Geno Malkin and all that. I'm not a big Geno Malkin Me fan either. myself. I, he's, I think yeah. he's somebody who completely benefited from having Sidney Crosby on his team all those years to take For away sure. all those tough matchups. Yep. Not saying he's not a good player. Yeah, I don't think he has the same but, grind. And you know, if you notice after Crosby left the game and the Rangers started mounting their comeback, hmm. yeah, buzz. <laughs> yeah, I was like, everybody's looking oh, at their phones. I know. Yeah, right. No, mine's yeah. not buzzing. <laughs> I know. So that was looking for. After they started mounting their comeback. Malkin went and took that stupid penalty that put the Rangers back on the plot, and I think they scored on it. Yeah, I mean... And it's like, dude, you know, not for nothing, your captain just got taken out with an injury. And I understand the frustration. Yeah. But you keep your head. Yeah. Right? But, now your team's looking to you. Mm-hmm. You still get... You're, you're an alternate, you know? Yeah. Guys are looking to you. you. Lead. And he didn't, you know? And uh, it, it's funny because with the Penguins, I'll take Crosby's line out of the equation, they haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they're Louis Domingue until third period last night has been carrying. Believe it or not, yep. the AHL goalie yep. has been carrying them. Playing great. The Rangers, on the other hand, right? I mean, I picked the Rangers to win. I figured, oh, they got, they got, they got too much fire. Yep. You know, Shesterkin's having an MVP type season, but with the Rangers, and there's going to be a lot of Ranger fans that are going to be really mad at me for saying this, but let's just be completely honest. They live and die on Shesterkin and the power play. Yeah. If those two aren't clicking. They're an average five-on-five five team. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, but, I mean, so the, if the power play is the difference and you don't take penalties, you, it puts you up above. The playoffs are different, though, you know. It's like it's the same thing. Like Sometimes they put the whistles away. Sometimes you get a, done, a ton of power plays. Um, that's That series is new. That series is a yeah. new. It's renewed right now, whereas I thought that the Pens had it easily. After the injury to Crosby, I think it's going to get real interesting real fast. I think, I mean, obviously if Crosby plays – Tomorrow night, he's not. I I I would I bet the farm he's not. Yeah. I mean the farm, the, the farm, farm. farm. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, hey. own, I don't own a farm, but I was gonna say, <laughs> well, what are you growing on that farm before well, we make right. the bet here? Hold on a second. <laughs> no, no, it could be worth a lot more. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But Sid's with Sid's history of concussions. I mean, he's he's missed a significant that's, amount of time over the years from concussions. Well, that's exactly it, and I and I wonder because I mean he. After that happened, it didn't look like he was affected. I mean, he he wasn't wobbly, right? But he, but, but he you can tell he took a, he just, took a shot. Yeah, I mean, like, there was yeah. no doubt about it. But it was kind of hard to tell if it was, you know, did he get the wind knocked out of him? You know, yeah. what was going on at that particular point? Yeah, I would guess he's going to miss at least one. I mean, he may not miss two, but you know, the report is going to be the same every day. Right, he's day to day upper body yep. injury. And That's here's the thing with with be. concussions: you can't bury that anymore. No, right? Yeah, you really if can't. Some, if somebody and they know they went on with a concussion, they're going to be having a microscope on that. Yeah, for sure. Whereas if somebody's got say like a sore shoulder or you know has a, a hurt knee or something like that, they can kind of play the game a little bit yeah, with that, uh-huh, right? For sure. Whereas like ah, well, it's it's a uh, undisclosed, and you yeah. know, take the whole Bill Belichick school of uh, injury. You know. Yeah. It's good. 
Yeah, that's going to be good. I mean, that series has definitely changed. Yeah, I think well, it's gonna, it, it it's certainly has. It has. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see who steps up for the Penguins. Yeah. Somebody's got to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't see anybody on the roster yeah. who's done anything, you know, all year long that says, uh, yeah, I have, I'm the one to come up and and take this role. Or maybe not Phil Sid's role, but if uh, Malkin steps up, fill some other buddy, you know, somebody else's role on the second line. Sure. I just, I just don't know if I see it. Maybe a former L.A. King, Jeff Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like the energizer, but right. he just keeps playing. I mean, that, but playoff experience, man. That's what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And plus, there, there's reports that Tristan Jari might be coming back. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I so, heard he was skating, yeah. I mean, Louis Domingue is the reason, basically, besides Crosby, yeah, that but, they're where they are. I yeah, mean, but, I mean, even who knew they were going to get that contribution yeah. from him? But I think you still have to go to, to Jari if he is indeed back. You think I mean, so? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, listen, who, but there are some people that would say, no, no, you got to ride the hot goaltender. That's tender. what I say. That's my philosophy. You win, you win. Yeah, <laughs> but... But man, could you imagine the heat that would be on Mike Sullivan and the coaching staff if they lost? If they that, lost that and they stuck out. with yeah. Domingue and they had their their all star goalie sitting on the bench, yeah. <laughs> you got to dance with, with who brung you? You're <laughs> wrong with your brung, huh? Yep. <laughs> what do you think? Who's going to finish that series out the winner? I want to say the Rangers because I hate the Penguins. So it's a really, I'm a bad, I'm a real bad person to ask that question because, uh, and I, I'm obviously I'm no fan of the Rangers. I was just going to say, but I would. I, I mean, I, I don't. Okay, let me rephrase this for okay. you. Okay, let's say the Capitals do pull this out against Florida. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to? Who do you in? want? Right. Um, honestly, probably the Pens. Yeah. I mean, to me, and this is one of the reasons that even though I hate the Pens, it was important for me in 2018. The road to the Capital Stanley Cup went through Pittsburgh. We had to win on the way. I didn't want somebody else to beat them. It was a big monkey off our back to beat them. Right. And I think that that rivalry in the second round of the playoffs, fireworks, man. Yeah. That would be musty TV. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. And you know what I didn't realize, too, is that at the end of this season, Balkan, Chris Letang, and Brian Russ are oh, all unrestricted yeah. free agents. That's, that's, that could be this could be like the last dance for them. Yeah, as far as with the Penguins yeah, anyway. Yeah, because I mean, even though I think Latang's thirty five. Yeah, I think somebody will still offer him ridiculous money because oh, yeah. he's still playing at a yeah, high level. Yeah, very much so. Produces. Yeah. He's a great defensive defenseman and he's a great puck moving defenseman. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't throw a lot of money at Malkin. That's just me. Uh, Way too inconsistent. So they will injured not. a lot. You know. Yeah. Uh, Brian Rust is one of those underrated, mm. under the radar guys that. Oh, geez, he scored 30 goals again this year? I didn't realize that. Oh, look at that. So I think somebody's going to throw some money at him, too. Yeah. Um, So I think that's going to be extra motivation for Crosby to get back, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be good. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, boy, I tell you, I had the Rangers picked. I picked the Rangers in this series. I mean, they have so many weapons. But the thing is, though, the reasons that I picked the Rangers, they aren't doing it. Yeah. They aren't. And here's the other thing to think about. You don't think that the Penguins aren't going to be playing with a little extra motivation come right, tomorrow night? Right, yeah. After what happened? Yeah, yeah for you sure. You know, on home ice. Yeah. Okay? Oof. And especially especially if Crosby doesn't play. Yeah. You don't think that that's not going to be a win it for Sid kind of thing? Yeah. Oh. It definitely will. You know, I... I I think it's going to be the Pens now. I, I mean, well, you're flipping I mean obviously, I got, I, got to, I got to stick no. with the Ranger pick. All right. But I'm... I'm, I've been thinking this whole time after watching this series. This is going to be the one that sinks me right here. 
Yeah, but there goes my bracket. But here's the thing, right? And this is a you know what's a myth in the NHL is the switch flipping. There's no such thing. Yeah. It's not like the Rangers are going to go. Oh, they don't have Sid anymore. Now we're going to do and play the way now we're, we're going to play. Yeah, the, we're, the way we're supposed to play to win. And let me tell you something. I've seen so many Caps teams that thought that there was going to be switch flipping when you got to the playoffs. Yeah, doesn't happen. It's a myth. Yeah. And so I mean, maybe the guy going out gives you confidence, but I don't believe in that switch flipping. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. It, it really is. I'm but, sticking. I'm sticking with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I have to because that's who I picked. I thought we had an earthquake going on here for yeah, a second. Yeah, really. <sighs> Give me a break. What is that? <laughs> Guy crossed the street with his little toy car. Oh. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I, thought, yeah, I thought we were under attack. Yeah, yeah I, know, I was going to say. Here. We're fine. <laughs> I thought you had a vacuum cleaner going or something. I was like, what is that? Putin's just outside <laughs> the, the door. Sorry, geez, don't say that. Oh, my God. Don't even say that. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I tell you, maybe this would be a good time to go to commercial break then. What do you yeah, say? Yeah, well, we uh, why, can... don't we go to, why don't we go to commercial break now, and we'll talk about the rest of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference and the Comets when we come back, and hopefully by then. Uh, well, yeah, yeah they, okay. Are you there? He's gone. I'm there. No, we can go. You want to go? Let's do All it. right, let's do let's it. Go. All right, so let's, let's put up our, um, our cards here from our friends at the Balls Army. And by the way, I think they're going to be here next oh, week. Oh, you want the cards? I want the cards. God. I want the cards. You, all right. Man. There they are. Oh. All right. Just a few words here from our friends at the Balls Army. This is Josh Amodio's Priceless Inspections. Uh, it's a quality home uh, home inspection service. Uh, you can contact Josh at 315-525-8725 for all of your home inspection needs. And from the Balls Army as well, Mr. Scott Schuster has Epic DJ Service. You can contact him at 315-219-3568 for all your DJ services needs. And let me tell you something. Seeing these guys in action at the Adirondack Bank Center in Section 203 as the Balls Army, you want this guy as your DJ no matter what. That's true. I'm going to tell you right now. Yep. All right. So let's do a little bit of breakaway trivia. We'll go to oh, our commercial scary. break, and then hopefully everything will be calmed down by the time we come back. Okay. All right. Yes. Breakaway trivia. What I want to know is who has played the most playoff games in NHL history? The answer when we come back. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyFunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> oh, do you know I enhanced that just for you? I'm sure you did. And you did such a good job. You know what? As a matter of fact, you did such a good job. It seems like things calmed down around here a little bit. Well, L- a little lower. Bit, yeah. Lower. Yeah, lower. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Lower. Yeah. <laughs> Breakaway trivia. I'll give you guys that question one more time. Who has played the most games or playoff games in NHL history? Dave. So any person we're talking about. Yep, playoff games. I just want to know Human. who's played the most. Human. Is it? Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. Give me a mascot. 
Uh, Gordy Howe. Good guess. Yeah, that would have been that would that's that would have been what came to my head first. But I know you enough, Scott, <laughs> that it's not, it's not going be to be Gordy Howe. <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask him: Is it a, a big name or somebody that I'd never guessed? Well, kind of thing. I, I'm yeah. trying to think of eras and when people's careers were really long. Do you guys want a hint? Uh, sure. Yeah. He's in the intermission show. In the intermission ESPN. show. Okay. Uh, well, I know it's not Paul Bissonnette. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I didn't so say anything about penalty minutes in the NHL. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky? Nope. Don't, I'm surprised don't, he didn't say that. Don't do that to me. I'm surprised he didn't say that. No. Chris Chelios. Oh, yeah, that oh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, he played, played for forever. a billion years. Yep. 266 playoff games. And when you're played. with Detroit, you're in the playoffs. Pretty much. And, yeah, all his career, yeah. yeah. Until you even know, when he went to Chicago, then he went to Chicago, and they were good. Yeah. It's, and even when he was in Montreal, they yep. were good. So, But actually, Dave's Gordy Howgast was pretty good. The only problem with Gordy is when he played, it was the original six era, and they only had a maximum of eight playoff right, games. Yeah, so it was, that's, but okay. it was still a good so, guess. So. Yeah. so the format kept me out of it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, that yeah. was my first thought yeah. was Gordy. Then I was like, man, no. Yeah, you? yeah basically. Getting so, better. You're getting there. See? And you didn't say Wayne Gretzky. I was amazed by that. <laughs> I did that I was for waiting you. for that. <laughs> you're getting better. That, that rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to our playoff discussion. And speaking of Gordy, why don't we do a team that, well, in a sort of roundabout play he once played for. Okay, for the Hurricanes. All right, so yeah. it's going to be the Bruins and the Hurricanes, who, as we know, were the Hartford Whalers, who Gordie Howe did at one time indeed play for. So the Canes are up 3-2. to two. They're playing tonight, as a matter of fact, in Boston, Game 6. Bruins' backs are against the wall. I'm going to tell you guys something. This was my upset pick. I had Boston in 7. I really did. I just think Boston was always one of those teams that just seems to find a way to win somehow, some way. But... What I wasn't expecting was them to have all kinds of problems winning on the road like they are. Yeah. It, they go down to Carolina, they get they, blown they get, out. They get buzzsawed. And, you know, I mean, it's really interesting because both of these rosters, Carolina has a decent – their roster has a decent amount of playoff experience, right? Boston's, yeah. Boston's roster has a ton of playoff experience. However, Boston is also much older than the Canes. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not comparing their playoff experiences. I'm just saying they both have some – Enough. Mm-hmm. Boston has more, but they're old. Sure. Right? I mean, they, that's an that. old team. It's been a long season. Uh, it's hard to doubt the ability of Pasta and Marshawn to get it done. Bergeron, I mean, yeah. these are... Taylor Hall's been outstanding. Yes, I, what a great pickup. Yeah. I mean, seriously, from the Devils, that was ridiculous. No, they got him from the Sabres. Oh, that's right. Very I good. forgot about Because he went... Taylor Hall went like, on the NHL tour for a little it, while yeah. there. He <laughs> crawled underneath the boards. Yeah. Just like, so yeah, that was that was a great pickup uh, for Boston. And he's played well for them, um, but I would I'm still picking the Canes in that series. Yeah, I uh, I think I got a little fooled by by Boston's goaltending. To be honest with you, Jeremy Swayman was fantastic as a rookie this season, but this is the playoffs, entirely different, right? And uh, Linus Allmark, I always liked him when he was in Buffalo. Yeah, Linus Allmark never played a playoff game when he was in Buffalo. No, no yeah. offense, Dave, <laughs> but. Dude, I don't. I don't dude, want you to get upset being a Sabres fan. You know why? You know why he's picking on. Yeah, yeah. No, he, it's he mercy. Makes, no, he makes me pick a team at the beginning and show one. You know, yeah. and so I pick Buffalo. You know, just they're close. Whatever. Yeah, I know. There's you nothing know. wrong with that. Well, I just figure a guy like you, you're always doing research and stuff like that. I figure not on hockey. 
<laughs> well, why not? You can tell me about anything about a space shuttle or satellite sure. orbiting the Earth. I, I did research this morning, as you can see. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I, it's just we've, we've expanded your horizons so much. And besides that, don't jump on the Sabres because I'm telling you. They're going to be good in a couple of years. Yeah, well, get enough, but get we're, enough. First we're going to talk picks. about their farm get enough first round picks, right? <laughs> yeah. Anybody could. Yeah. I could. I could put a team together. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, it's, it's a lack of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but no, we're going to talk about the Sabres farm team a little bit later on. But but no, so like I said, I I really thought Boston was going to do something with this series. I thought they were they were going to be my upset pick. I mean, they win tonight. I mean, yeah, they all got a couple wins. Yeah, well, it's it's always the way in the playoffs. Like I'm hoping the same thing for the Caps, right? Right. It's like you get to the point where like, well, if we win tonight, we're we're it's your series is even now. It's uh, you know it's this yeah. number. So yeah, that's yeah. the best thing. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, and you know what's what's really great about this playoff or this playoff season so far, as far as series go, there's only been one blowout oh, series yeah. really. <laughs> Every, every but, other series can still potentially go games or seven games. Yep, yeah. yeah, but we predicted that, didn't we? We said Colorado was going to sweep. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we say that? Well, so you said that. Gee. Remember? I was just, I was just jogging here. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to that one in a minute. You can hold, hold your gloating in for just a minute, okay? If you can. It's hard. Watch that rubber band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Does, uh, does Boston have any chance at all of pulling this out? If they win tonight, yeah, of course, all bets are off uh, because it's you know it's all about the big mo, right? It's momentum, right? right. I, um, the Caps coach coached elsewhere, uh, Bruce Boudreau, Gabby. He had this saying that he would say in the locker in the Caps locker room. He said, "There's two things, and they're the exact same thing, but they have different names. There's ruts and grooves. When you're in a groove, you're yeah. rolling, and when you're in a rut." They look the same. Yeah, I like but that. It's really tough to get out. Well, Bruce is quite the uh, yeah. hockey philosopher, and so this is the thing, right? So Boston puts it together two in a row, and then okay, Carolina's like, we got to come out punching, right? Like it's it, it's it, especially in the playoffs because the difference between a rut and a groove is two games, right? Yeah, you get two, you're in a groove. That's true. Right? I, you know what? I I, I like that. I got to remember that. I do have to remember. That. And by the way, I was, I was just checking the notes here real quick. We both picked Boston, Dave, so... I, I'm, okay. I'm sticking with okay, Boston. Okay, no, I'm just saying. I'm just I, saying. I wasn't bad. I had to go through this and see, okay, who, who picked where? We really didn't yeah. deviate too much. Not uh, a lot. There were one or two where we... Yeah, we did that. Well, I guess I think, it's a good thing I wasn't here. I didn't have to make these picks. I oh, just, it was I high pressure, man. Like it was here. high pressure, let me tell you. I was carrying him the whole show. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you should yeah. see. Oh, yeah he, yeah, he was carrying me. Yeah, yeah and sure. Barry's giving us play-by-play here. He says, interesting game with Charlotte and Bridgeport uh, with three minutes left in the first. Charlotte leading five to three. Ooh. Yeah. Really? So. Yeah, old Atlantic Division AHL Ooh, battle. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Because, yeah, let's look back here. Uh, we both picked the Rangers, yep. you and I. Yep. I went six. You went You went five. And now, let's see. We're both boss. So now let's, I'll tell you what. This is where we differed. We're going to move on to Tampa Bay and Toronto. Oh. This God. was a series I was looking forward to watching. Yes. And remember, I had said the last time that I was on, I said, you know what? If it's Tampa, because it, it was looking like that was going to be the alignment, was going to be Tampa Bay right. and Toronto. And then um, in the next, like the next, they had like three games in a row, not in a row, but it was like a game and then another. And they were playing each other toward the end of the season quite a bit. And Tampa Bay was hanging eight on them, six on them. Like they were rolling. I'm like, man, maybe I was wrong. These young yeah. kids in Toronto are not going to do it. <laughs> but the, but it's been a really good series. It's been a really good series. Um, Hart says I want to pick. Uh, against Tampa Bay because I want the champs out. 
And um, but, but it's hard to pick against the champs. It's hard to pick against. It's really hard to like you know it's heart versus head, right? You know that you should pick them. They have so much experience. Vasilevsky's a monster. Their offense is ridiculous. Every weapon in the book. And then you got Victor Hedman on D. I mean, it's, <laughs> right, it's a, right. It's a you know murderer's row. And now, we saw heart versus head on the Kings, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some we should just <laughs> abstain from picking. Hey, listen, be we're going to get to that one, and, and yeah, you I, might be eating some crow there, pal. So, But playing really well. Thank you. <laughs> but these kids in Toronto, man, they, they fly. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the speed. And uh, what's interesting about that is, again, playoff experience versus a team that throughout the regular season could really put up numbers. Uh, I always – Head is always got to be the champs. Yeah. I mean, it's a great series, though. I, I love watching those games. This has been a fantastic series. Now, I went Tampa in seven. Dave went Toronto in six. So he could actually, depending on what happens tonight, yeah. he might actually, you know, get the, the, the ding, Big ding, double, bonus yeah. point, right? Um, I You know, I went with Tampa just because, like you said, it's hard to pick against the champs for oh. starters. And Toronto has yet to prove anything in the playoffs. Yeah. They've yet to do yep. it. I think we referenced uh, Rick Flair last yep. time we talked. You know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Right. And That's they it. ain't beating nobody, you know? <laughs> um, fortunately for Toronto, they didn't have to face Boston again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, kudos to the Maple Leafs. I mean, Austin Matthews has been an animal. Yeah, for sure. An absolute animal. And I mean, Marner's look great, too. Yeah, but sometimes it's really hard to watch Nylander because, you know, sometimes he gets the, you know, they used to make fun of Ovechkin where he's just like cruising, what do they call yeah. it, the diamond over the head. Yep, he's yep. just going. I mean, Nylander does that sometimes. <laughs> I saw a clip last week where the puck is going to the corner. It's a live puck. It's not a nice puck. And um, the Tampa Bay defenseman skates right by him and gets it. He's just coasting yeah. into the puck. I mean, you can see that something's going on in his head. Like, he's thinking, like, where's he going to move the puck? Can I make a big play? Take a hit to make a play. But then he's, he doesn't see the guy. Guy skates right by him, takes the puck. And you're just like, oh, well, dude, it's the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's like you're supposed to go after him. But then again, then the other night he has, like, what, two goals? And, yeah. you know, he, he lights no, it up. The, so. skill, the skill is undoubtable. Yeah. You know, if, but if he gets in the right place, but you got to play hard yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Um, you know, I, I tell you, though, I, I wonder, and especially if the Maple Leafs lose this series, how much longer are they going to put up with John Tavares as far yeah. as not producing? Yeah. For all that money they get. I understand he's the, the local kid. You know, he's from Toronto. He wanted to play for Toronto. He actually took kind of a discount to come to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Man. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. I think I think he was really going to be on the hot seat. That, that young GM, oh there. Kyle Dubas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they took a flyer on him as a really young kid, yeah. And I mean, his resume was decent. I mean, he's been he'd been a GM for like minors for right. like ten years. Well, he's a big analytics guy, yeah. And here we have it, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't hate analytics at all, but you bring in the young guy if you. If you're not, if your roster's not producing, you're the one that put this together, right? Right. So I think that if, if anyone's job is on the line, it's probably going to be his, right? Um, Tavares, he'll take the heat in the press, sure. But uh, yeah, I think this. Yeah. I think well, this is, yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? You can't trade that contract. Yeah. There's no, no way. No right? one's taking that. It. Yeah. You know, the only thing you can do is about right it a little now. bit. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, but you're right about like with analytics, it's a great tool. Yeah. But you can't base. I mean, I mean, you have to have that perfect combo of the analytics side, but also the eye test. Yeah. I've always been a big eye test guy. Always. Yeah, but do you remember uh, that first season that Marner and Matthews came into the league? Marner was the giant surprise. Right. Right. Everyone thought that Matthews was, I mean, everyone knew Matthews was going to be a stud. Sure. He had four goals that first night. Yeah. But Marner was hanging with him. Everyone's like, 
Who's Mitch Marner? Yeah. And now having those two together and growing up, it reminds me of Patrick Kane, uh, Patrick Kane and G- John, Johnny Taves. Yeah. And you see that chemistry that those guys have and this level of skill, and they're just getting better. Awesome, man. So, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so talented. Yeah. Did you know that he got so good because he played a lot of, like, small area games? When he was younger, because yes. yep. he grew up in Arizona, yeah, and they didn't have like a lot of ice, like full on yeah. ice rinks, right? So apparently, the story goes is I guess his parents got him like a lot of the uh, the synthetic the tiles, ice, yep, and that's how he learned. He just you wow. know playing in a size of, like a garage the size of this. Yeah, that's how I he thought got. You were so, gonna say he was doing deck hockey or something. No, yeah. but you know what? You should. We could put some deck tiles in here. Yeah, we for could. Sure. Yeah. We'll, you know? we'll do demos like they do on. Yeah, the, we the could. Pre-season. We could talk to Kelly about this. Yeah, yeah there you go. See exactly, exactly. Uh, but just to close out with that, I will say that, you know, Tampa Bay has played an awful lot of hockey yeah. over these past three years. You're right. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't think it would catch up to him just yet, but it does look like it's catching up to him, uh, especially Andre Veselovsky. Now, yeah, he, he keep this in mind as, as the kid's – he's an animal. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, you know. And But the thing is, he's he's already been on two full cup runs. I think they went to the conference finals. Yeah, the year before. before. No, it was against the Caps. Right. So, I mean, there there you go, right? Yeah. And he played, I think it was 80% of Tampa's games this year. Yeah, he plays all the time. They didn't do him any favors as far as getting him any kind of rest. So, I think, you know, you can be the the young, completely in shape athlete all you want. After a while, you're going to wear down a little bit. And I think that's what's finally starting to happen. Yeah, and that's a big rig. I mean, and you're talking yeah. up, down, side to side. It's, it's yeah, goaltenders especially, rig. exactly. Yep. It's, like, it's like being a gymnast, yeah. you know, and I, I don't know. And here's the thing, too. like If they completely worn that team out, they don't have any wiggle room going forward yeah. as far as cap space or anything like that, yeah. or even any, any first-round draft picks. They yep. traded them they, all away. Yeah. So oh, Got them two cups, would you do it? Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Sure, no doubt. Even though I don't know about that Brandon Hagel trade still. <laughs> but... Anyways, uh, but yeah, like I said, I I still I gotta have faith in Tampa. Again, like I said, yeah, you gotta beat the man to be the man. man. So I'm with it, you know. But uh, like I said, this has just been a thoroughly entertaining series. And uh, and if the Leafs can finally break that first round curse, well, hey, good for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, good. It's for them. a great story either way. Yeah, right? the champs advance or the kids win. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. And just so you know, we both had Florida coming out of the East. Yeah, well, how's that looking? <laughs> well, even, 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 well okay. I'll tell you what. Watching you what. that game five that last night to that for I'm like, right. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Not that I don't like the Cavs, but I'm watching right. my bracket get blown completely apart. Right. But my, there it goes. But my point is, the Caps are also showing the blueprint on how to beat these guys. Right. Right. So what? what what's in round two? What's in round three? You know, what's in the finals? Like, mm, I don't know that they have the the. Great and gumption. However, a tough mm. series win in your young team yes. might give you the confidence. Exactly. And not only that, but if you think about it, is their next opponent going to be built like the Capitals are? So yeah, let's say they know. get Toronto next. Yeah, that's Toronto's oh, not built fun. like Washington is, though, right? They're yeah. not that heavy four-check team. Yeah. They're not going to throw anybody around. But, boy, wouldn't that be a fun series to watch? You know, that might be the Oof. only playoff series ever where – Defense is not focused. Yeah, I know, right? It can be 12, Nobody cares. 12 11, 16, 14. It's back to the 80s. Totally Somebody is. get the DeLorean time machine yeah. out. Those two teams are going. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like I said, both Dave the Save and I, got us, we're sticking with our Florida picks. All right. Yep. You know, 
Like I said, it was that no offense. Me, no, it was that no gives offense. Me more like I said, to root for the Caps then. Yeah, but you <laughs> know, like I, I said, it. just the, the the wagon that they were, you know, throughout yeah. the regular season. But I like I, as Dave, I did say they were going to be Washington was not going to be a pushover. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, at all. And those you did say that. Yeah, and those two thousand eight, two thousand nine Caps teams, you would have not picked against them. One hundred fifty four points, one hundred sixteen yeah. points. Like they were just rolling people. <laughs> they got the playoffs, and I was like, they hit the wall. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> right. Well, this is a different kind of thing. <laughs> The ticky tacky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tippy tap, tippy yeah. tap, tap. <laughs> so let's switch over to the Western Conference. Um, well, Colorado and Nashville is over, and it's been over for a while. That wasn't even a series. Um, I mean, that wow. was practice. I mean, that was like a that was hard. That was that. It, was <laughs> hard, it was really hard practice for Colorado, yeah. and I'm glad they got the really hard skates in. But yeah. uh, Nashville, I mean, Jeez. they should have said, you know what? Just come to us and play. Like, you're yeah, right. still going to win. I just don't want to go to altitude, the yeah. flights, the travel. Let's just not do it. Look where we play. You're going to have a great time. You know? <laughs> a little country music out yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, I knew they were in trouble when Saros wasn't going to play the yeah. first two games. It's like, oh, boy, that's 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 not good. That's a recipe for disaster, and it certainly was. Yeah, and I mean, I always say, you know, I always say that, um, and you and I talk about uh, Roman Yossi a lot, about why he, you know, why he's always uh, consistently up. Um, for uh, winning Defensive Player of the Year. And my problem with Nashville generally is that they run their offense through a defenseman. Yeah. I mean, you have to stop people, but you can't just rely on him. But first of all, he's skating fewer shifts. Yeah, I know, right? You know, I mean, you don't have forwards. He's not digging pucks out of corners. He's taking bumps when he's retrieving pucks. It's tough, tough, and tough. And you can't have him perked in front of the net. Exactly. Not a good idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, just as a, as a closing comment on that, did you see a soon-to-be unrestricted free agent, Philip Forsberg, took an extra long time saying goodbye to the fans on, on his skate around? Okay, are you trying I, to stick a dagger in my heart? Do you know I my Philip Forsberg story, right? The capital, well, I know he was a capital. They traded him straight up for was, Martin Erat. Yeah, I was going to say, it was basically a bag of pucks, wasn't it? Martin oh, Martin Erex. At that time, the Caps were trying to break through, and they wanted some veteran scoring help. And Martin Erat, he had a decent season. And I don't think that Capitals were necessarily sold on Forsberg. The fan base was. They were waiting for him to get here. That trade was oh, heartbreaking. Every time I see a Forsberg highlight, it's just Oh, another dagger. Well, I mentioned that just because, you know, once the season's over, obviously we're going to be hitting free agent frenzy. He's going he somewhere. Somebody is going to pay him yeah. the Brinks truck. Yep. He is going to get paid, no doubt. Um, and then we'll see what happens in Nashville after that because yeah. then they really won't have anybody yeah, else on nothing. offense. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, the other series, Calgary and Dallas. I really thought Calgary was going to just steamroll through this one too. Dallas, yeah, Dallas, on the other hand, is putting up one heck of a fight. I agree. Yeah, it's I, been really interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah I'm like, go Dallas. I wanted I to pick them, but there was no yeah. way in hell. But Why not? You know, you, no. you, didn't, you didn't stick with your, your heart in your, your Texas. I'm not like you. I didn't just, oh, kings, no matter what. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, pal. <laughs> yeah, and, I uh, know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to remind you of a few things. Yeah, but, I know. But uh, I, I've not seen a lot of this series live. Um, it's know, been quite boring, actually. Very, very defensive oriented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't even seen a lot of highlights except for the, like the big fight that they had the other night. Right. Where everyone was going like, yeah, I saw that. That was good. Um, 
I'd like to see Calgary win that, and uh, you're not going to like my pick for the next game, the next series. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't bother me. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Jake Ottinger has been playing out of his mind yeah. for Dallas yeah. in goal, and that's basically what's kept them in this. Um, but that can win. Oh, absolutely. That can win a series. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, actually, it looked like last night that they were going to steal Game Five in Calgary. Yeah. Yep. Until Calgary got a couple bounces to go their yeah. way, and then you know, you miss let's, an empty let's, net. let's not forget Calgary is still one of the top defensive teams in the league too. Yep. And you know, what better team to have if you're going to protect a lead than one of your top, top defensive teams? teams and yeah. you know, and unfortunately for for Dallas, a lot of their big guns aren't going right now. Yeah, you know, Tyler Sagan isn't doing yeah. anything. You know, Jason yeah. Robertson finally got his first yep. goal last night. Uh, Joey Pavelski hasn't been doing much, yep. so. When you're playing the number two seed in the West, you gotta have some all of your hands on deck. Go. Some of your horses gotta. Your, step your goalie up. can only take so much, yeah. and then you know. But uh, hey, you never know though. They go back to Dallas for Game Six. Yeah, again in tight defensive series like that, anything can happen. Win one, here we one go. One bad bounce, yeah. one you know. So, um, so yeah. I mean, obviously, Dave and I both picked Calgary, even though you know. He wanted, he wanted to stay with the Lone Star State. I don't know why he didn't. Yeah. Head and heart, remember that? Well, yeah. I'm yeah. Just, just saying. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying, Dave. Okay. So let's uh, let's move right along to, well, you know what? We're going to go to Minnesota and St. Louis. Oh, okay. Not this one. Because I want to see the best blast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota and St. Louis. So this was going to be a war, and, and everybody knew it. Yep. Everybody knew it. Um St. Louis is up three games to two, and they're going to St. Louis tonight, I believe. Yes, tonight. Yeah. So St. Louis can actually finish the Wild off at home. I picked St. Louis. The Dave over here picked Minnesota. So we might we might even out after yeah, all. I, I would, no, Minnesota's got to take it tonight. Yeah, I would have gone Minnesota. I, I Can we talk about how did Kasparov make it to the fifth round in the draft? Kaprizov? Yeah. At that time, he was saying that he may or may not come over. Oh, it's the and nobody wanted because he was getting paid a boatload of money yeah. in the KHL. Because I was like, hmm, that was and, a suspect. Right. So, he's definitely first round material. Oh, there's no doubt. But, you know, it, he was, I think he was making like $9 million a year in the KHL at the yeah. time. And if he were to come over here, he would have still have to go on through the whole rookie deal yeah. and oh, all that. Yeah. And he was like, nah, nah I don't think so. Yeah. So, the way it works is if, the older you get, like the less years you had, your son it was something yep. weird with the collective age out of it. Yeah, yeah. So he only had to play like one year at you know peanuts money basically, yeah. and then he came over. He proved it, and then he oh he had Minnesota yeah. right over the barrel. Yeah, oh my, backed God. up the Brinks truck pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but you think they can still do this? I do. Yeah, I, I think that they're you know scrappy team um, can score physical enough. I just I just don't think that I mean. St. Louis has the—they don't really have the championship pedigree right now. I mean, even though they won the cup two years ago, that there's not a lot of dudes on that roster. I mean, you got Maroon in there, of course, but a lot of guys have left. I mean, they were built for that one year; they peaked. Yeah, and they're still good. I mean, and they know how to win, right? They—they've been there before, but it's really tough to get back. And I think that Minnesota's an up and com- up and coming, very hungry team right now. And I think the Blues are kind of hanging on. Like they're riding it. Hey, we were the champs two years right. ago. Like you know, Gloria, right? Gloria, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and they're relying on that reputation to win them the series. And I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Minnesota takes it. You see, they they yeah. come back, huh? They I do. they take it and see yeah, Louis. Mi- Minnesota by two tonight. 
Wow. Oh, making oh. two yeah. goals. Wow, yeah, you guys are trying to make a lot of fans in this land of 10,000 lakes, huh? <laughs> That's like Dave's trying to get a sports bet. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Sponsorship. People are going to see that. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go, that guy yeah. knows what he's talking about. By the about. way, yeah. opinions are our own. <laughs> oh, jeez. Past performance does not guarantee <laughs> yeah, right. returns. Say that, Pastor, and then it will sound right. And we're not experts. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, I, I went with, with St. Louis just because, I mean, this was purely based on numbers, right? At first glance, and I was telling Dave a few weeks ago, I thought Minnesota would blow them out of the water. Blow them out. But then I looked at it, right? Mm-hmm. So for the regular season, yeah, they scored a ton of goals. They were the fifth best overall team in the league in, in scoring goals. They couldn't keep goals out of the net, though. Yeah, they were gross. 18th in the league on defense, and they were terrible on special teams. Believe it or not, for a team that's got all this high-powered scoring, they were 19th on the power play. Oh, yeah, Even worse, on the penalty kill, they were 27th. Yeah, and then you look at St. Louis's overall numbers. They were number three on offense in the league, number 11 on defense. They had the second-best power play in the league, and they were the fourth-best penalty kill team. So yeah, I looked tough, at it, and man. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I know. And I know you take regular season and throw it out the window for the yeah. most part. Regular season counts to get you in. Yep. Right? That's it. Once you get to the playoffs, to the forget end. it. That's right. Forget it, right? 16 counts. But I'm like, geez, I go... Special teams still means something. I did not know those numbers, especially yeah, I how high either. that St. Louis was. I did not I realize believe that. I mean, I, obviously, I've watched zero Blues games this right, year. However, right. I've watched several of this of this series. Like I said, I wouldn't watch it, yeah. you know, in the middle of January. No, no, show no. me in in playoff season and let's go. Right, exactly. But I mean, and then I looked. I'm like, the only question mark I had was who's going to be in goal. Yeah, right. Because Ville Husso took yeah. over as the number one goaltender, yeah. but. Now you're in the playoffs. Well, who did it in the playoffs? Jordan Bennington. Right. Who had a horrible regular season. Right, exactly. But so what happened, right? Who so faltered? Yeah. Sort of reminded me of exactly. Washington, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, hope he comes in. But this is the same argument that we were So now Bennington's about. in and he's doing great. <laughs> but so, this is the same thing we were just saying about Pittsburgh with uh, Domingue and Yeah, yeah exactly. What do you do? Right. What do you do? But, you know, for as great as Kaprizov has been, and he's been lights yeah. out. Yeah. Tarasenko answered the bell. Yeah. He's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on there, youngster. Yeah, I can play. There's still the established guy here, you know. He's doing the whole Rob Van Dam thing going, you know. (laughs) So I I tell you, I think think this is going to be a – They're going to close it tonight? I think so. You're, they're going into St. Louis. This is going to be a tall order. It is, yeah. And they – that's a raucous building. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's that's just it. I don't know. And I'll tell you, you know, Minnesota's got to do it this year, though. And you want to know why? They are in cap hell next year yeah. because of buying out Suter yeah, and Parise. Yeah, yeah. So they said there's, what, $14 million in dead cap space on that team next year? Can you imagine what you could do with $14 million, Philip Forsberg? <laughs> and the cap's only going up by $1 million. I know. So yeah. now there was all that talk about Kevin Fiala getting traded yeah. in the offseason and all that. So it's going to be very interesting yeah. to see what that happens. But I'll tell you who doesn't get enough credit on that Minnesota Wild team is their coach, Dean I, Evison. I played golf with Dean Evison. No way. Absolutely. Uh, my wife and I uh, put up some money in a charity auction, and we won uh, an opportunity. to. It was called Golf with the Goalies. And at the time, it was uh, Ole Kolzig and Brent Johnson. Uh-huh. And uh, it was at Ole Kolzig's Country Club. It was a really amazing. I, I think I told you. Yeah, they yeah. had caddies, the whole thing. Uh, Ole was hurt. He got hurt at the end of the season, and it was a hip injury, so he couldn't golf. So he still uh, 
came with us, rode in the car, bought us beers, lunch. Uh, food, <laughs> That's awesome. Food Jeez. at the turn, except they brought Dean Evison with them. Like they were like, well, I can't golf, so right. let's round out the foursome. It was me, Kinley, uh, Brent Johnson, and Dean Evison. And let me tell you something. Dean Evison can stroke it. Yeah, uh, he he is a scratch golfer. He can wow. really play, and um, super nice guy. And uh, I actually ran into Brent Johnson at a charity event just before COVID, and we talked. And we we're like, "How about how about Dino playing coach in the wild? <laughs> right? No one deserves it more. The guy is a super smart coach. Yeah, and he has this demeanor that's like ice. Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing bothers nothing, him. Nothing bothers him." And you know he's always like with you know covering his mouth with the with the end of the in the sleeve like do this do that. But yeah, I agree with you. He, that is that is an underappreciated uh, coach in the in the NHL. Oh, absolutely. No one talks about. Him. I mean, Minnesota doesn't get a lot of press outside of Minnesota, right? But yeah, Dean Dean can really coach. You know, what I was just thinking. You, know, you were saying that that was the the goalie, mm-hmm. right? You know what would have been great, and the, maybe future reference we can keep this in mind. They should have made it so that the rule stated. At least one person in every foursome had to play in goalie gear. <laughs> that would have been great. Could yeah. you imagine? Because like when we do our hockey club golf tournament, every every year we have you know the hockey club yeah. golf tournament. One hole we have the hockey stick hole where you have to putt oh, with a hockey awesome. stick. No, that's deep. and you want to watch people that are you know they don't know what to do because they're used to the putter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, well, how do I? Or what's even funnier is when you get like the hockey players there. You know they think, oh, this is easy. Yeah. Well. No, it's not, because you just flicked a wrist shot and it went about 70 feet yeah, over exactly. the green, right? We call that, <laughs> that all the great equalizer. That would have been me, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. Laser over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's my question for you about the uh, hockey stick hole. Do you give them a right-handed stick or a left-handed stick or a choice? Nope. even. You got a straight no, no, stick? No, all right. No blade. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. So I got an old Northland. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like a putter. So, really, yeah. it is. It's, 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 sort, like of, it's sort of <laughs> looks like... You ever seen Happy Gilmore when Chubbs gave him the... It's sort of like that, actually. Jeez. Yep, it's true. Now that would be great too. Take that to the miniature golf course. Anyway, we're getting yeah, way off yeah, track here. Yeah, getting way off track. We got a series. We, we got a big series. We got another series. We got to talk about guys. And I saved the best for last. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Heart the Edmonton head. Oilers and the LA Kings. Now a lot of people said that Edmonton was going to blow the Kings out of the water in this series, and for a little while it did look that way. I mean, uh, yeah, Game Two and Game Three were uh, ugly to say the least. Um, But the Kings found a way. They scrapped back. So after giving up 14 goals in two games over games two and three, Jonathan Quick, the vulnerable veteran that he is, slams the door and shuts the Oilers out in game four, the mighty Edmonton Oilers. And then game five, I don't know if you guys saw any of that. Um, The Kings were dominating through the first two periods. They were up three to one. And then Edmonton put McDavid and Dreisaitl back on the same line together. And they did what they do. And it ended up 4-4 at the end of regulation. And Edmonton had all the momentum in the world. Yeah. All of it. And the Kings, once the puck dropped for overtime, wouldn't let Edmonton touch the puck. And they scored a minute 13 in. Wow. That's and impressive. that was it. I tell you, you gotta, yeah, you got to keep it away from them. But, I mean, quick, amazing. I mean, seriously, I, I have to give it up. He's been doing it year after year after year. Just an incredible goaltender. Most years doesn't get enough credit for no. being as good as he is. Um, but I mean, come on, McDavid, Drysdale. You know, it's funny because I I do another uh, podcast called Hockey Royalty, uh-huh. and we just did an episode oh, right. today. Yeah, the King stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I got talking about this, and I accidentally because we were talking about McDavid and Drysdale getting put back. And he said, Connor said McGregor. Right? No, I said McDrysdale. Oh, McDrysdale. And, and they're like, they're like, what? I'm like, huh? oh, 
I'm like, wait a second, we can make that trend. <laughs> yeah. But hashtag. But I, I said it right from the start, and ask Dave. I went with the Kings. I said Kings yeah, in yeah. six, right? Yeah. If there was a team that was built to play the Edmonton Oilers, it's the LA Kings. You got Anze Kopitar and Phil yeah. Deneau, two of the best defensive centers in yeah, the yeah. league, to go up against who? McDavid and Drysaddle, yeah. right? Now that does create kind of a headache when they're on the same line because you know you're not going to put Kopitar and Drysaddle yeah. on the same line. But if you take away the top six, the bottom six, I truly believe LA has a better bottom six. You know, they're a bunch of scrappers. They're they're actually much more capable of scoring than the Edmonton bottom sixes. And now Darnell Nurse, the Oilers' number one defenseman, is suspended for this yeah, game because he headbutted yep. uh, Phil Deneau. Dad, dude, what a stupid play that yeah, was! I'm it sorry, is, it was a stupid play. Completely is, and it's but it's right on brand for Darnell Nurse. <laughs> He's done it his whole career, right? And it's one thing to do it at the regular season, but you do it in the playoffs, you really hurt your team because you know. I mean, obviously he doesn't have the skill of Tom Wilson, but that's the way he plays, right? Right, he plays to kind of agitate and like, yeah, come at me. Yeah. And if you don't, and I get mad, and people, right? So you're down, and they're still buzzing around, and you get into scrum, and you're just like, oh, you know, right? See yeah, well, that's, take one off, buddy. But that's just it, too. I mean, it, and how do you? I don't know. I mean, I get heat of the moment. Don't know what happened before because it didn't seem like anything happened. No. It was just kind of like all out of the blue. So they might have been chirping at each other the yeah. whole game. Who knows? Yep. Right. Still, doesn't matter. You got to know that that's gonna that, that's gonna be all yeah. bad. Well, because the cameras are everywhere. <laughs> I know, right? They sneak around. Yeah, I know. It's not gonna happen. It's it's out of control, right? And uh, <clears throat> you know, I also said that I wasn't buying this whole Mike Smith is the Vezina Trophy guy. Like he looked like yeah. for the last two weeks of the season. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You know, he's a good goaltender. Can't take that away yeah. from him. But I've seen the Mike Smith movie where he's un- unbeatable for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll tell you, any goaltender can be like that, right? They're so sure. streaky. Sure. Ruts and grooves. What's that? Ruts and grooves. Yeah, well, there That's you go. We're talking. There Goal, you go, exactly. Goalies are especially susceptible to that, right? Yeah. It's like you get going, you make it, you make one big save, and all of a sudden everything looks like a beach ball. And then you let one bad goal, and now you're trying to stop marbles. You know, it's just like it's really hard for for goalies, I think, especially over time, and that's where the mental game comes in. Mike Smith is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what bugs me about this series is that it, it just seems like the coverage is all around about how the Oilers aren't winning it. Right. There, nobody is saying you're not getting anything. credit for the. Uh... I don't even care about the credit. What bothers me is they're they're not even mentioning that the Kings are doing this without Drew Doughty yeah. and Victor Arvidsson. Yeah, I mean, arguably, the, I mean, you know, Arvidsson is a huge part of their offense. Yep. Doughty's a Norris Trophy winning defenseman, yep. and they don't have either one. Not even a peep about it, which, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, being a West Coast hockey fan, I'm kind of used to, like, the East Coast end of the, the press corps. Oh, yeah, always. Totally ignoring yeah. what's going on. Exactly. You know, the games are, they're, they're in bed by the time yeah. the games oh, yeah, are over. 100%. I'll get the highlights in the morning, whatever, you know, so they, they really don't know. But here's the thing. All right, so I'm going to ask you this, Scott. All right, so if we're putting um, Kopitar on McDavid and Dreisaitl, that, that's a big ask mm-hmm. to, to try to stop those guys, even slow them down. Right. But Kopitar is one of your top scorers. You know, he is he your top scorer? Uh, he was for the regular season. Okay, yeah. So... That's a tall order for a guy you're also asking to put pucks in the net. Well, I'll tell you what I would do, and I think this is basically what the, the plan has been all along, because don't forget, Deneau's got 25 goals this year, yeah. too. You put Deneau on them. And why? Yeah, because he's a good defensive forward, for sure. He's phenomenal. Yep. And, you know, and it's not a knock against Kopitar at all, but Deneau is five years younger than he is. Yep. So he's going to have that energy yeah, to keep up with those extra, guys, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Yeah. And Kopitar is a longtime player. I don't know how many years he's been in the league. This guy uh, is 15. Yeah. That's a lot I'd, of years. Think, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's nice, too, because, I mean, this is Dustin Brown's final hurrah. Yeah, that's right. right. So, it, I mean, I would, a, love to, zone. I would love to see him get at least one more playoff round win. Anyway, yeah. it would be nice. You know, but I wonder, you know, should the Oilers lose this series? Who's going to roll? Whose head's going to roll in Edmonton? Because somebody is going to somebody's going to have to, right? I mean, I don't know. You know, Edmonton is it Ken's? Is it Ken Holland's fault? Their GM no. for not upgrading the goaltending? Maybe, but look at the roster that he's built. Like, I mean, I mean, I know, but you lost so many years. You got all these numbers. Sure, how do you but, not? Right. <laughs> uh, but the truth is, you know, Edmonton has been sort of a mystery team for ten years. You know, since they got Taylor Hall. Right, and so they're just constantly drafting these number yeah. one people, and they're not—they're not breaking through. This year, people thought they were going to break through. This is their year. Right, they're going to go deep, and I think that you know there's maybe a lot of hype about that, and you know with McDavid and Drysital and the East Coast press corps, <laughs> and like what do I see out there? Right, McDavid and Drysital. Is anything else? Though? Well, you can definitely tell watching <laughs> Game Five that the the Eastern or the the announced team. Mm-hmm. Is definitely from the Eastern side because that's all they talked about was McDavid yeah. and Dreisaitl. Right. That was it. Yeah, that's good. They knew nothing else. It yeah. was like, uh, okay, listen, there are 21 other players out on the, on the yeah. between the benches and right, the ice, exactly. okay? Yeah, that's Besides those two. I, I hate that with broadcasting. Oh, my God. It's like, shut up about them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, I'm sure the NHL has got somebody in those headsets saying, well, you got to talk about the stars all the time because right. that's what they want, right? right? They want the stars promoted at no, no matter what. Right. Promote them, promote them, promote them. But... At what point do you now say, okay, well, we have to talk about other players and other parts and, and of this game. And what this matchup's going to look like you know? and those kind of things. Yeah, But it's, sure. it's funny. You mentioned, you know, with the, the roster that Edmonton has. You ever notice that Connor McDavid, for as great as he is, and he is, he's like watching a, a human video game. Yeah. So much fun to watch. Leon Dreisaitl is the only one that can play with him. Yeah. And well, I'll tell you what, and this is exactly why I've said it for years, and I still believe it. Sidney Crosby is actually... I would rather have him oh, yeah. than Connor McDavid, and I'll tell you why. You could put a fire hydrant on Sidney Crosby's line, and that fire hydrant will score twenty goals. <laughs> Seriously, you're right. You're they right. have tried everything with Connor yeah. McDavid, and outside of Leon Dreisaitl, nothing works. Yeah, I'll tell you. And you know, if you look at uh, McDavid's biggest highlights, which I love to watch, yeah, you know, and he does those um, uh, vertical crossovers where he's just going straight down <laughs> the ice, crossing over each way, and you know, puts the puck in the net. He, you rarely you rarely see him make a play to somebody else that makes somebody else better. I'll give you an example with the Crosby thing that you just mentioned. Um, so the Caps have uh, Connor Sheary. Mm-hmm. Connor Sheary played with Sid for uh, right. three or four years. Yep. His numbers were through the roof. And now he's not bad with the Caps. He's a decent player right. and great penalty killer. But on Crosby's line, he's racking up goals and assists. And so I definitely agree with you. I mean... McDavid is great to watch, and he's going to put up a ton of goals. Sure. But Sid is such a more balanced player, you know. He's passes the puck, makes plays, makes other people play better. Gretzky was like that. Yes. You right, know, for exactly. as great as Wayne Gretzky, and Wayne Gretzky could carry a team by himself if he had to, but yeah. everybody around him was automatically better because Wayne Gretzky was on the ice. Yeah, it's... it's you uh, know, like Dave Semenko had, what, 38 goals I one know. year. <laughs> I mean... Ridiculous. He didn't have 38 yeah. goals in minor. Exactly. His entire life until right. that, you know. Um yeah, so uh, McDavid, it's a, McDavid has much more of a vertical skill set instead of where you just you look at somebody like Sid, much more horizontal, where you're you're spread out a little bit more and you make you make your other players better. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, I'm not even gonna like I said, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna stick with my prediction. 
You stick with my prediction. I'm sticking with my man. Okay. I tell you what, this is what you're doing by doing that. You are double making yourself miserable. Yeah, but you know what though? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> not, not because I right. think they're going to lose, but when you're watching the games, no matter who wins or loses, you're going to be so like. You know what I'm waiting for? <laughs> He's going to be ill. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I'm actually waiting for, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. What's that? Our cousin Chad. Oh yeah. Text, okay, what's the over under? Because he's he's into that DraftKings now. Oh yeah. Every night, every night. Who's who's the over? Who's going to be on the over? Yeah, I talked to him today. Yeah. About hockey. So morning. so is this one? Are they going to win by two? I'm like, right. Like, what? Are you, <laughs> just pick one. Give me your money. Whatever. You know? I know. <laughs> Because I hate, I, I, that's, I can't, I can't do that. I mean, we've seen how you are in fantasy hockey. You don't want him given. I, yeah, well, hands. fantasy hockey's different, though. I mean, that's, you well, know. for me, I, I, that's one of the reasons that I don't do the league anymore because I found myself rooting for people I hate. I know, right? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I normally hate this guy, but I need, I need two points for you tonight. Come on, man. Just turn that hate meter down just a little more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> your, da- your dad wouldn't do it at all. Dad used to be in our fantasy hockey league. I know, but how, he, how he, he only that? Tell him. <laughs> he used to get so aggravated. <laughs> so funny. So he used because we, we do it all online. Right. right? Yeah, online drafting and all that. So he would come to my house for the drafts. And, you know, I'd have to sign him up with the, yeah. the computer and all that. And he would still, I was ended up trying to fix his draft. <laughs> and then I'd have to do mine. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare, right? So then we'd get into the season. Well, he didn't understand the concept between, between like, IR or if you wanted to get like a free agent, you had yeah. to drop somebody. I mean, he would get so irritated. Why can't I have that guy? He's right there. But he's he right. Wasn't you got to get rid of somebody. That's not fair. Uh, That's not fair. I shouldn't have to get rid of somebody. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> for sure. And then, well, can I just write it in? How? Write it. How are you going to write this in? <laughs> You'd be sitting there writing with yeah, a notepad. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, take your sharpie and write it on your computer screen. Right. <laughs> he would. <laughs> But uh, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, Edmonton going to come back and pull this out or what? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Sorry. If it goes, if it goes, if it goes seven games, that's going to be an awful hard ask to win three in Edmonton. I will say that. Yeah. So I do think the Kings got to do it tonight. They got to. There's no doubt about it. Late night for you. Used to it. (laughs) I'm plenty (laughs) used to it. You know, that's the hard part about being like a West Coast hockey fan, living in the East Coast. Man, I tell you, you know, because the games don't start until like ten or ten thirty, right? And especially when you got to work the next morning, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's the and worst. you know, I always—it's funny because I'll sit there and I'll try to tell myself I'm only going to watch like the first period, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? But you don't. And it's a great game, so yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go to bed after the second period. Yeah, yeah. I'm, how do you go to bed now? Because I tried that. You're halfway and I'm home. And I'm, and I'm, tied. I'm, notifications, notifications. Yeah. Ding. Oh. Oh, they scored. Oh. And then, and then, so I'm like, I'm not, why did I bother, <laughs> yeah. right? And then I go into work the next morning, look at the kid who fell off his bike on the way to school, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, haven't you? All oh, the Kings played last night. Yeah, yeah they yeah, did. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, a little update. You know, it's uh, 8-16 here in the East. And we do have two games going on. The Bruins are up one nothing about halfway through the second period against the Hurricanes. Ooh, wow, that's late. And 14, 13 seconds left in the first period. The Lightning are up one nothing against the Leafs. That's not much for, for no. the lightning. That, no. That, that almost, Isn't it funny how you feel way – I feel way differently about those two one nothing games. I know. I see, Boston, uh, I see Carolina trailing Boston by one, and I'm like, oh, Carolina's only down by one. Yeah. And then I see uh, Toronto up by – or is it, would you say lightning's up by yep. one? Toronto. I'm like – I guess Toronto. Yeah, I'm like, the lightning's only up by one? Oh, yeah. Toronto can come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So, like, I mean, that's – yeah, that's one of those crazy series where, I mean – any team, any one of those teams between Toronto and, and uh, 
the Tampa Bay yeah. can put up like three goals in two minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be fun. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's close this out with uh, speaking of one nothing. Our Utica Comets are up one Woo! game to none. Congrats, guys! Uh, hey, the local team. That's what right. It was awesome, man. Tuesday night at the uh, Adirondack Bank Center at the Utica Odd. Uh, Rochester Americans got them in the best of a five series, uh, the North Division semifinal. Uh, the winner of this series is going to play the winner of the Laval Rocket and Syracuse Crunch. And that uh, game, that game, Barry says that game is tied up right now at the five minute mark. Really? Second. What period? Mm-hmm. Second period. Second period. Yep, Syracuse Ooh. and Laval won one. <clears throat> I'll tell you, that's interesting too because uh, obviously the Crunch are the Comets' huge yeah, yeah. rival, right? Yeah. But this season, Laval kind of really stepped up the rivalry, oh, with that, too. With that big fight, right? right. Yeah, started off with the Cole Caulfield thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And then they, the teams just got really scrappy yeah. with each other throughout the season. And so that's going to be very interesting. But first things first, the Comets got to take care of business against the Americans. And I tell you what, I was telling everybody, as far as that game one goes, watch out for the first period or so, right? Because the Comets hadn't played in 10 days. And they hadn't played a meaningful game in like almost 17, 18 days because they, they locked oh, they, up the they Eastern Conference, up. right? And half the players were up in New Jersey. You know, they called up some ECHL players. They they signed a couple of PTOs right, to fill the roster. Out, yeah. So like, uh, basically almost going through the motions, right? So sure enough, I mean, the place was rocking too. I mean, they, you know, they got the whole white, everybody's wearing white you know, shirts. I don't care. This shirt was hanging on the back of our seats. I don't care right? what level of hockey you were talking about. When you get into playoff building and that building is a rocking, oh, you feel it. Oh, like my God. Deep. Yeah, it's nothing like being there. Well, I tell you, and especially a place like the Odd because it's so small, yeah. right? And that ceiling is so low that it just holds yeah. everything in, right? But, I mean, Rochester came out firing. They knew what they had to do because the Comets obviously had some rust. I mean, they scored two goals, like, on their first three shots. Right, Dawson yeah. was a little rust. I mean, like I said, he has right. to get him played. Play. I mean, yeah. you can listen. You can practice all you want. You can have hard practice, and you can have game simulation. It does not take the place of actual game play. Yeah. And Rochester was just coming off that playing series, so they had some momentum going as it was, yeah. and they beat a very tough Belleville team. The Belleville Senators yeah. were no pushover, right? So they went to the locker room. And everybody's like, "Oh my God, what a letdown!" Right? Whatever it was that Kevin Deneen said to them in the locker room. Worked. It must have been like, it was like miracle or right, something right. like that. I'm, I'm sure it was spicy. This is your time. Screw them. Yeah. <laughs> it was spicy, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought there was a little blue coming out of the. You know. <laughs> but man, the comments came out flying in that second period. And they scored that first goal. It was so loud in that building, you really could not hear the public address announcer announcing the goal. That's how loud it was. Wow. And I kind of, I said to my wife, and of course, it was more like, hey, <laughs> because nobody could hear anything. And by the, by of course, then the comments just poured it on, right? Yeah. And I, the place really, well, I mean, it was shaking. Yeah, doubled them up, right? Yeah. So ended up 6-3 to because, I mean, they scored that first goal, and then, like, two minutes later, they scored again. And, like, the, the place is again. just going yeah. bananas, right? And then Rochester scored their third goal, which I'm sure Dawes wish he had back. It was just kind of – it was a good shot, no doubt, but it kind of didn't quite have the short side covered up enough. But then the comments were like, okay, that's it. That's enough of this. They tied it up before the end of the second period. And then the third period, the floodgates just opened, right? So, and of course, there's some scraps, you know, playoff hockey. Here we go, right? So, game two is this Saturday night. And then they go right back Sunday night to Rochester for game three. And then I think game four is Tuesday night. And let's see if if it goes five, 
It'll be Thursday night in Utica. So interestingly enough, because I know you got something to say about it. Yeah, well, yeah, so I have, uh, we have family, and like Scott said, we had a big family event this weekend, and uh, it kind of bridged both uh, uh, Scott and I's side of the family as well as um, my dad's side of the family. And uh, my uncle John is a big Amherst fan, <laughs> which he and didn't he tell a, me this. No, he didn't. T- I didn't. I didn't want him. To, I didn't want to talk to Scott. So, um, <laughs> well, the, so yeah, there wasn't a church. He didn't I mean, let you that. talk. I'll tell you why. Right, because right. the funny part is, is like I'm on. I'm on both sides of this conversation, right? So, I mean, even though I, I, I definitely follow the comments when I'm home, and I, you know, I went to the inaugural season, and if I'm home and I can catch a game, I love to do so. Um, but <laughs> I, I go to Scott and I get the total Utica side. <laughs> he tells it just like this, exactly like this. And then I go to my uncle, and he's just the exact opposite. He's like, you know, we went up first, and I don't know what, how the wheels fell off the wagon. <laughs> it's just crazy. He's like, then he came back, and I was certain that we were going to just put it away. And then all of a sudden, we got to the third, and like, and, like, we just can't seem to get out of our own way. And, like, it's just two different framings of the exact same event. And I would just go, like, to one side of the room, and Scott would get it from Scott. i go to the other side of the room and get it from the other people. So, uh, yeah, it was a really interesting to get both perspectives on the game <laughs> that's hilarious it's almost he, like and he's like we'll get him next time it's like <laughs> it's like, like if a couple's fighting right you exactly. get one side of the street. right and somewhere in the middle yeah is the truth. really what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> well i mean the thing was like with rochester i mean they have such an explosive offense that was making me nervous going into the series i'm like man i'm like jack quinn gets going jj paterka gets yeah. going Ethan Prowl, their defenseman, was like third amongst AHL defensemen in scoring. Yeah. I mean, this team is no pushover on offense. Uh, but their defense has been suspect all year long. They just haven't been able to keep the puck out of that. And the favorite name that I have in hockey, Ukupakalukanen, <laughs> is goes. out. So uh, Aaron Dell was there. And Aaron Dell actually played well against the Comets when he was in. And interestingly enough, you know, I mean, I heard some people saying, oh, you definitely want Rochester because they can't keep. Well, that's true. But. They played 12 times this year, and they split. Comets won six. Rochester won six. Oh. And interesting enough, it was Rochester that snapped that undefeated streak at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the season. Oh, oh, oh I remember 14. that. Yeah, I remember reading right? about that so, long streak. Yeah. yeah, so there was that. And um, I tell you, it's if the Comets can just keep that momentum going that they had in the second and the third period, they're going to be all right. Um, you know, again, like I said, it's it's a long series, and – I'm, I am not foolish enough to count the Amherst out by no. any stretch. I actually had this game, this series going five. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. You'd rather be up one nothing. Well, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Down 0-1. You're right, because really, especially in those best of five series, right now, oh, Rochester's always yeah. in must-win mode. Yep, oh, for sure. Yeah, they're yeah. must-win now. Yeah, you're down 2 nothing. That's hard. Yeah, you got yeah. That's really hard. Three Even though they're going to be going home for the next two after that. And I was reading on Facebook today in uh, the Utica Comets Hardcore page. Uh, or the group, Rochester has already sold over 8,000 tickets for that game that on Sunday. That's amazing. At the A, at the a is, level, that's that going to be, be crazy. Yeah, that, yeah, it's going to be a loud building. I wish I wasn't working out of gone. You know? <laughs> I don't know, and man. I'd have probably, <laughs> probably ended up in jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not bailing you out again. No. Yeah, right. Dave, <laughs> Dave, uh, listen, Change of plans for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Monroe County, because here's the internet password right, for the yeah. jail. Right. Hey, well, we can we can put the camera between the bars. Yeah. And, 
Now, as long as you don't yeah. show the toilet in the corner, we're good. Hey, listen, I'll see if I can get a comments patch, put on my orange jumpsuit. <laughs> and yeah, uh, that'll work. Yeah, and get beat up even more in the jail cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's, it's going to be extremely interesting, I tell you. It's, and Saturday is going to be awesome because they have um, – they're starting this big party thing, like before the game, like at four yeah. thirty, out in front, you know, in the uh, Bat Blue entrance. Yeah, they're gonna have like street hockey going on. They got bands, they got giveaways. So, uh, are they show? Will they show the game inside the odd, the, uh, the away games? Uh, no, as far as I know, that's, so, uh, so I wish they would do. That's a great idea. Well, that's what yeah. the that's what the Caps started to do in the Cup run. So they would sell. Yeah. I mean, they would sell tickets. Actually, it wasn't. They wouldn't even sell tickets. It was free to go, but they had uh, only the the max capacity. Right. But they would sell concessions. Yeah. Also, that, the Caps are making concessions really money. Good idea. That, and, that would be awesome. And we, if you see down there, I mean, and the fans are just as loud. The ice, you know, they just project like the Caps logo in the middle right. of the ice or whatever. And those giant scoreboards, and they're uh, broadcasting the games live. And the fans get the same fan experience. I mean, not right. the same. Well, but no, but still, it is still yeah. like it gets electric in there. And then they started doing it. Um, you know who's doing it? Uh, Toronto is doing it outside. Calgary is too. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, where you got the giant screens and yep. the fans can get together and. Like you know, yeah. celebrate together and still watch the game. That's one thing I hate about watching games in bars. Is right, I don't, I don't get enough like concentration. Right, like, I'm watching it, but I think in that situation I would. Yeah, because you're not, you know, people aren't doing other things. Right, everybody's right. watching the game. Yeah, there's no distractions. Let's put it that yeah. way. That's yeah. like a massive yeah. tailgate party out there. Yeah, though. that would be really cool. Even yeah. though. I don't. I don't know if there would be enough room to pack that many people on the outside, but on the inside, yeah, that's for sure. You know, because yeah. they have the two giant screens. You know, one yep, on each yep. side, and they could probably put a big one right on the stage. Yeah, too. That would sure. be that would be awesome. Yeah, nice. And and you probably get you probably fill the building. Even I mean, and you, you know, offer to your season ticket holders sure. first if you want to go and open up the concessions. And you know what? You know, what? I bet you would have a problem with that. The AHL because of AHL TV. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but but at by this point, everybody has bought their content. packages. If they're going to buy it, yeah, they're they're you know they're obviously because I mean I. You know what stinks too is I obviously I had the regular season package and I thought it was for the playoffs too. Wrong. Oh really? Oh wrong. No, oh, you have to pay another twenty three bucks for. Yeah. You know, so you, they got you. You know, yeah. because and listen, there's always something magical, to me anyways, about listening to a game on the radio. I love it. Right. I mean, ho- I I, I, I that, baseball more than hockey for me. Yeah. But we have a we have a great play by play guy in Washington, John Walton. Yeah. And anytime I can't get to a TV. Or a phone or yep. whatever. I'm like, let's hear it. Well, you know, we're we're actually fortunate in Utica to actually have two of them. So for the home games, Michael Lair does the home games for the for the radio. Yeah. And Jason Shia is the TV play by get play guy, uh-huh. and he's also on the road for the radio and TV. Oh, that's awesome. Shia is awesome. Yeah. And if you if you've ever listened to a game that he calls, <laughs> he gets so into it. Yeah. It's awesome. You know, there there is no such thing as that. You know, sometimes you get the monotone. Uh, so oh, I can't. So say here that. comes Riley Walsh up the ice, and yeah, he passes no. DJ. Or not right. not not Jason. No yeah. way. Yeah, you know, somebody better check on him, make sure he's okay yeah, in that right. because he's gonna... <laughs> Did he fall off the chair? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the comments give him a goal. You expect the microphone to get right. thrown across the booth. You know? <laughs> but no, he's awesome. He really is. Uh, so, but that's a fantastic idea, though. Yeah. I might have to, you know what? Put a bug in somebody's I'll tell you what. Now, Saturday I'll be up there. I might have to go to the fan zone and say, you know, guys. I'm telling you. Yeah, you pass the word around. That, and that would be really, really cool. You know, I don't think that there's enough of that kind of like, and be, it's be, like cross-sharing of those kinds of ideas. I don't know if it comes between the National League and the American League, but it also like even between teams. 
like, hey, we're doing this thing. Like, yeah. uh, we're giving away teen gravy boats. You guys right. should do that for Thanksgiving too, right? You're gonna That'd be use awesome. the promo, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the promo departments don't have to be enemies. Like, yeah, I know, right? Talk. Everybody's in this to make right. money. Okay, right. That's, right. exactly. Yeah. Let's be honest. And be, and be truthful, you need the other team to make money exactly. because you know, yeah, right. You, you can't, you're not going to make that much off an intra squad scrimmage, okay? Exactly. <laughs> But no, that that's really cool. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. That's it. I'm doing it. All right. I'm gonna mention it Saturday. We'll see how it goes. Definitely. Well, Bar- Barry says he's bringing pucks to you on Saturday. So. Oh, he's gonna be. Oh yeah, because I got his. Uh, yeah. I got his uh, Kevin Dineen bobblehead uh, for him. Okay. It's a big trade. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You Barry seen, is you awesome. He's going for a bag of pucks. No, no. <laughs> but, but these pucks are awesome. <laughs> and I'm not getting Philip Forsberg back. Okay. <laughs> not to bring up bad <laughs> memories for you or anything. But. <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Barry makes these awesome pucks where he, he, he's got his computer program and he makes the stickers like pictures of players or whoever. Like he made one of me and Dad. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's it's really cool. So he made up a bunch of Marty's Illegal Sticks puck. Oh, that's pucks. awesome. Yeah. But he got a picture of you in bed? No, me and Dad. <laughs> oh, I thought you said in bed. On, I was Dave? like, Barry, you're getting kind of racy, Wow. Man. What's the matter with you? You know, we even started the show a half an hour early to get away from your bedtime. <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not asleep. <laughs> We're trying to get you ready for Diamond Dog season over here. Yeah, I'm getting ready. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Drew, this has been so oh, much wait, fun. Wait, wait. Before we shut down, I got one more topic for you. All right. Very short. Absolutely. Uh, draft order. Oh, yeah, that's so right. You got Montreal taking number one. And that was like the first time that the team with the most, the best odds right. actually, won in like actually forever. became the number one pick. But the more interesting story here is the Devils, mm-hmm. your Devils, jumped from five is where their odds pick was to two. I mean, that's a load up right there. I mean, it is. four picks in the first round. I mean, four spots in the first round. Like, that is a significantly different player that you're going to get there. Well, if they hang on to it. You think it might There's a lot of talk they're going to trade that pick. Wow, that's interesting. Because the Devils right now, and we're going to hear more about this next week because Neil Villapiano is coming back on. And have you ever heard heard the the Devil's State of Mind podcast? Yeah. Dude, he he's so animated and so fired up. So we it's need to, awesome. So you're saying we need to start that one at six? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially if we got the Bulls Army guys coming on too. Oh my. Oh God. yeah. Hey. Oh boy. Yeah. Multiple guests. Oh, this is this, this could, tonight show over here. This could yeah. potentially get out of control. <laughs> potentially. This, no, this needs to be the late late show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Sure. Get the censors ready. Yeah. No, there's no <laughs> censorship here. Nothing going over your mouth. No, but I'll be I'll be really curious to see what he has about the, what he has to say. About that because I was like, man, the Devils are loading up with well, here's, lots of talent. Here's the thing, right? The the Devils fan base, and I can tell you that from that game that we went down to and on April 23rd, their fan base is getting so impatient. They've had it with the losing. You know, it's it, it, a lot of the fans feel like they're just spinning their wheels in the mud. Yeah. Now, there's hope for them in the form of the comments because they look at what the comments are doing and they're like, well, at least better days are coming. We've got enough prospects. We need to get some players in here that are proven. Yeah. Right. So that's why I kind of snuck that Kevin Fiala thing earlier when you were talking about yeah, the Wild because that's yeah. the big rumor going around right now that you know the, the Wild for better or worse need to get out of cap hell. That's a good way of doing it. Fiala is still going to be a restricted free agent, but he's going to the year he had, he's going to want. Yeah, you know, and, he's going to want to get paid. And Minnesota's going to get a number two pick at a rookie deal price for however many years. There it years. is. Does that make sense? There it is, right? And New Jersey has got oodles of cap space, Yeah, right? Because P.K. Subban's yeah, coming Subban's off the books. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, speaking of P.K., he's been uh, he's on the intermission now 
for oh. ESPN. Yeah, and I tell yeah. you, he's been excellent. Really? He's been really good. Very good. I, I'm very, you know, I, I'm like, he's got a career in this afterwards. When yeah, he's, he decides good. he's done playing, I, I think he's going to. Anyways. Yeah. yeah, he and right. Brady both. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Did you see that, that contract? Gonna, yeah. yeah. Man, Man. NHL wanna, doesn't have that kind of money. You want to talk about it? Some, <laughs> how does Tom Brady just do it? I mean, I, I don't know. How does somebody just live that perfect of a life? I don't know. You know? Yeah, you look at his wife and you know how he does. <laughs> I know, but still. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get off the rails here into football. I, I'm sorry. I, I did it again, actually. Dave. Way to go. Uh, you yeah, did it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have, on the golfing story, I could have said, I drove a golf cart for, with Ricky Williams in it. Oh, All right. that's so, cool. Yeah, I was yeah, a Dolphins yeah. fan, so yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Right. Did you really? Yeah. When was that? Back in Austin. Was it during his play days, or it was it was a, a charity tournament? Yeah, and I didn't play for shit. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should have played in the goalie year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's that. <laughs> All right, let's yeah. wrap this boy up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but yeah, that is that. That's very very interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, you know, uh, who was the, who, who got number three? I think it was Philadelphia, wasn't it? Yeah, they're up there too. And then uh, I think it was the Kraken four. And there was really no other big jumps other than no, yeah. New Jersey. Everybody kind of stayed where they were supposed yeah. to. So, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, I get it why they they do the the draft lottery, make it interesting, and all yeah. that. But I don't know. They, they I guess the that this year is when that all starts. And so, like, because Montreal has the number one pick this year, regardless of what they do next year, they can't get the number one pick next right. year. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. which of course next year is the year with Connor Bedard. Yeah, so, exactly. Right. Yeah. Way to go, guys. This year, so. <laughs> But no, that's that's going to be uh, very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. But Barry has asked for my autograph on one of those pucks, by the way. So just make really? sure that happens. Yes. Hey, maybe maybe you know what? Maybe we'll send him a picture from this studio with all of us in here. Maybe Barry can make us a a Dave the Save Studios puck. We could do that. What do you think? And we'll put it on display right here. You know that reminded me. I do need which to we got to we got to ask your co- or my cousin, your brother, mm-hmm. Matt. What was that thing again? I don't I'm know. Sure he knows. Ex- yeah, he knows. He'll explain it to us. Roadcaster Pro. Yeah, Roadcaster yeah. Pro. Yeah, Roadcaster right. Pro. It sounds like a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. You just oh, I had it all Good turned one. out. Yeah, I was, I, see, I had like it riding a bike with a flat tire. Right? Really? I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, let's wrap this. Uh, this fun up here, Drew. It was so fun having you here in the studio. Yeah, man, it was great. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to meet Dave the Save live and yeah. see see how he does his magic over there. Do you need my autograph? Um, sure. Put it on one of those pucks and send, and send it to Kevin Fiala. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, too bad you can't make the road trip from Annapolis here yeah, every week, but you know. You know, yeah, it, like I said, I mean, I, I had a great time over the Zoom, and uh, this you, is, this has also been really, it's been amazing. I have know, a great time with you guys. You know what? I mean, we have all this, this family chemistry going. You are welcome to be on this show as a co-host anytime. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'm not great at the AHL stuff. That's all right. But when we talk in the National League, I'm all in. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> you know, like I said, we're Jeremy this week. He's got uh, softball or not softball, baseball and lacrosse with this kid this week. So Jeez. I'm like, oh, I'm riding solo for a little while until the sports <laughs> calm down. A little I'm bit. carrying yeah. you. Don't worry. Yeah. Man. But I got you, Dave. I got your your mind expanding. You know, and yeah. uh, like I said, hopefully we'll have Drew back on more yeah, often. Yeah, for so. sure. I'm having to put too much study time in. Come on. <laughs> you love it and you know it. Who are you kidding? <laughs> I was texting you during a game I know. Night. That's what I mean. So, <laughs> I said, well, I go, look, I created a monster. <laughs> and, uh, you did, did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I you got to dress up as Frankenstein with a hockey stick yeah, picture for Halloween. Yeah. All right. Let's, yeah, let's wrap it up. So, anyways, 
Drew, like I said, once again, thank you for coming you in. Guys. I'm thank sure you. we'll see you again. Dave, great job with that Roadcaster 3000, 4000 professional, <laughs> whatever you call it. Outstanding as usual. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, the works. Uh, please be sure to check out uh, martysillegalstick.com for daily articles about uh, local hockey and, well, NHL in general. And so, anyways, for Drew Bray, Dave the Save Warner, I'm Scott Kimball. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. With every race, every qualifying run, and every pit stop, Tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement. With his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History, Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.